Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in the studio today, and spring is just around the corner, guys, so go ahead and plan a warmer Mississippi getaway. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And I want you to take your browser to supertalktv.com today. You'll see I'm not alone. I have with me Miss Jenny Anderson. She's a New York-based freelance photographer. She has a degree from the University of Southern Miss in journalism, and boy, is she up to some pretty cool and good things. So welcome, Jenny. Hi, how are you? I have to tell on myself, before I had enough coffee this morning, I read through my notes and I thought, I get to talk to Jennifer Aniston today. And I knew it wasn't like the real Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) But then I went back and I was like, Jenny Anderson, Rebecca, have another cup of coffee. There you go. But I mean, I'll take it. But there's chances you may have photographed her or could in the future. So I'm just throwing that out there uh, for you. But I, I got to say, I haven't I haven't photographed her, but not I'd yet. love to. That'd be great. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. There we right. go. We'll say that. I love that your story, it says that you grew up wanting to be a doctor. So how does someone, a young kid who grows up, you know, expiring to be in the healthcare and a doctor, wind up, you know, on Broadway behind the scenes as a photographer? Right. I I think the wanting to be the doctor part, I, I was really into the romantic side of that, like the connection with other people and taking care of other people. And so I just thought naturally I should be a doctor. And I was really into ER back in the 90s. And so I had this romantic notion of what a doctor was, which I, I highly respect, but I think it was a little too much schooling for me. Um, but I think I just took a different route of connecting with humans and maybe not taking care of them, but but healing them in a different way and connecting with them in a more artistic way and taking photos of them and capturing their lives and being a part of their world for a brief time, but hopefully a um, an important moment. So I, I took a very big detour. <laughs> I did go to college for a couple of years and took some A&P classes and some sciences and like pre-med was my track. And then I was like really just distracted by being in theater and I was on the yearbook staff and the newspaper staff and I was like, Clearly, maybe I don't want to be a doctor <laughs> because I'm so focused on this other part of my um, my life. So I, I changed mid. I finished two years of college and then I changed my major because I was like, 
I, I clearly want a different path. So I, I, I was at Jones Junior College first doing that and then switched and went to Ole Miss after that. Which I want to get to, but I totally connect with the romanticizing yeah. of a different uh, profession. I watched Allie McBeal growing yeah. up and wanted to be a lawyer. I thought that they yeah. got to wear pretty clothes yeah. and holler at people. And that was... <laughs> <laughs> sure. Exactly. <laughs> and then I realized... I was actually watching ER today because it's on TV and I was like, this is it. They'd like they're just like so connected with the person and they take care of them and and also maybe they like fall in love with the doctor next to them or something like that but i i quickly found out that probably wasn't the real realistic no and there's scenario. way more paperwork to being a lawyer they they do way more paperwork than they do oh, actually sure. wear cute shoes so i took i i, I totally get that though <laughs> sort of go. influencing you at a young age but one thing that did stick stick for yeah. you jenny as a young age was your photography your camera mm-hmm. So even though you had the dreams of being McSteamy's, you know, sidekick, yeah. or I guess that's not even ER. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you, yeah, I, well, I, I was a Grays fan, too. It's fine. It was all there. <laughs> it was all there. You were taking photos. So in the early days, when you were a kiddo with your camera, yeah. what were you snapping uh, pictures of? So my dad is an art teacher and an artist, and he he kind of led me down the photography path. Path. He used to share books with me, um, Mar- Margaret Burke White and Adora Welty and all these women who took photos of like rural life. And that's the life that I lived around too. I was, I'm from middle of nowhere, Mississippi. And so I grew up with old people on porches and my grandpa in the fields. And cause my grandfather was a farmer and my Mimi and her garden. And so those are the things I took photos of and capturing those real life moments with these real people. And so that was the beginning of it and then it shifted into more of the art side which my mom is a theater teacher and I grew up just loving musical theater specifically so I kind of just married their worlds together um, because I loved theater so much and thought I wanted to be an actor or a singer performer and I was I quickly learned to have stage fright and also just my my talent lied with the camera not with the singing and dancing (laughs) Uh, I loved it so much though I still wanted it to be a part of my life so I just combined the two and and still took from what I learned from those women and from my dad and still I think take photos of theater in the same way I took photos of rural life, just a different subject, well, you but also still in a more journalistic way. Bring up the point, Jenny, that you can still have a career in the things that you love or you're passionate about. It doesn't have to mean necessarily you're the front one on the stage or the next necessarily, you know, do whether it's the film industry, which exactly. is, you know, uh, really booming right now in Mississippi. There's all kinds of really cool jobs behind the scenes, even to writing the scripts, you know, Absolutely. just because you are interested in a certain certain artistic area doesn't mean that there's not a spot for you to sort of live out your dreams and, or purpose or sort of still have a position there, even if it's not on the, totally. you know, uh, on the, cur- you know, when the curtain rises, because that would terrify, that would terrify me. As, Absolutely. Yeah. You want me to well, sing always, and dance and you. look at the audience right. and remember <laughs> lines and do all those things? Too much. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Well, I, I, I talk to, when I've talked to a couple of classes or I get DMs a lot about advice of like, how do I do this? Where do I go? And I always tell people, look, just because you love something and you may not be as good at it as you think you should be or you don't feel like there's a place for you, there's probably a place for you. Just like keep finding what that is, like keep doing it. Because I did think I wanted to sing and be on stage like my mom and then 
I realized, nope, that's not it. But I love it so much. I got to figure out where I fit in this because I want it to be a part of my life. And I, I was just lucky to find that photography, that I was good at photography and I was able to stay in the theater world by doing that. But yeah, behind the scenes, in the house, there's so many different things in theater and film and television and there's thousands and thousands of jobs. Um, you don't have to be the leading actor, even though, you know, I'm sure that's fun too. That's <laughs> fun. That it has its place. And you know yeah. what? The stars aren't through writing <laughs> yeah. your story, Jenny. You may wind up, you know, on there sure. before for the end. Yeah. But you talk about those opportunities <laughs> or you can call it luck or I like to think of luck as, you know, preparedness meets opportunity. I think that's a, a, better, a good way of looking sure. at it as well. When you did switch from Jones Junior College and then you went to Ole Miss mm-hmm. or University of Mississippi, you switched there to journalism, which I think is interesting. So what right. drew you to the Department of Journalism? So I think I had a super practical brain most of my life and still do. But I think when I went to college to be a doctor, it was the romantic side, but it was also like, this is a real job with potentially good money at the end of it and being an artist and a photographer that sounded so scary to me I was like can you be a photographer as a job is that a thing (laughs) which sounds like silly and and, and ignorant to say that now but then you know I just kind of was told you know you go to school you get a job and you you make Mm -hmm. money and being an artist was um, and I had two artist parents but both of my artist parents were school teachers so they also had a practical job and I think once I decided I wanted to switch to being a photographer I was like I still need to find something that has like definitely has a job at the end of it which you know whether journalism definitely has a job at the end of it or not at that time I thought that that was a practical way to go and I did always want to go to Ole Miss I, I had a um just I've, we've I've loved Ole Miss since I was a kid. We always watched Ole Miss football, and none of my family ever went there though. And I was going to be the first one to go. And I knew their journalism department was just opening this big, beautiful media center that year. And I, I just it, I was drawn to, drawn to that school and that department. And I got in, and I was just like, well, journalism is kind of a perfect middle to what I do. Like I am definitely more of a journalistic photographer, mm-hmm. even though it is theater and. Broadway that I'm interested in. I, like I said before, the, the women that I was aspiring to be were journalists, were photojournalists. Um, so that's why I picked that degree. And then once I got there, the education I got was amazing because the media center, I worked at a daily paper. We put a paper out every single day, five days a week. And I still say that that's the hardest I've worked ever. (laughs) And I've been doing this for about 15 years now. And I still remember those late nights and getting the paper um, out by the morning. So all the students had it. So it was, it was an incredible um, experience to have. And it's definitely paying off because you got welcome back to Old Miss for um, an event, which we're going to yeah. get to and more with Jenny, Jenny, not Jennifer, Jenny and Anderson coming up <laughs> yeah. next. There you go.
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. The five-star reviews keep rolling in for Trust Care Kids in Gluckstadt with praises like amazing, super friendly, and best of the best. And now we have two rock star pediatricians at Trust Care Kids, Dr. Kathy Philippi and Dr. Megan Washington. Both have years of experience and are accepting new patients. We are here for kids from birth through college. Walk in or by appointment. Visit us at TrustCareKids.com. Helping kids feel better, faster. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve, and you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King, the king of Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Did you know that doctors use Mucinex? That's right. Mucinex is the number one OTC brand doctors trust for themselves and their families. When you have cough and chest congestion, you need a medicine that's effective and long-lasting. So with cold and flu season upon us, why would you use anything else? Mucinex 12-hour DM extended release bilayer tablets allow for immediate and extended release, relieving cough and chest congestion for 12 hours. Grab Mucinex and put yourself back in control. Use as directed. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi in 2022. 
So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more about Jenny Anderson. She's a New York-based freelance photographer. She has a degree from the University of Southern, I mean Southern Miss, that's where I'm from, University of Mississippi in journalism. <laughs> um, but you could have gotten your good degree there too, but we won't take it away from Ole Miss. Um, and it's come full circle for you. You now have a photo exhibit at the Ford Center for, for the Performing mm-hmm. Arts on campus or in, or in Oxford. And that's where you got your start, sort of combining your love of photography mm-hmm. with your love of performance. So what were you, what was your first assignment? Do you remember? Because I think it was while you were working yeah. for the, the newspaper, the Daily Mississippian. Do you remember that first time you mm-hmm. kind of got to u- use both talents? Well, first off, my mom went to Southern, so we can well, we've we've covered all the universities. We've my covered mom went them to Southern, all. My dad went to State, and I went to Ole Miss. <laughs> so, um, you know what? It wasn't really an assignment so much as I did get a, a lot of assignments there. But once I became the photo editor, which was my um, last year there, yeah, my senior year, it was technically a super senior because uh, I went to school for five years. Um, <laughs> but I became the photo editor, and <laughs> and. Um, I really, like I said before, I really love theater and I wanted to cover theater more because we didn't really cover it that much. And my best friend was the arts and life editor. He also was a big theater fan. So we were like, let's combine our love and let's um, cover the theater department more. So he would write reviews and I would take photos of the production. So we'd have photos to go along with his reviews. And we did that the whole year. So their whole season, we covered them from top to bottom. And that's really where it started. And I was shooting the production, but um, a part of me really wanted to get backstage and shoot like the cool nitty gritty stuff that you don't get to see when you go and see the show. You don't see how, how it's made, you know? So I went to some of the professors and was like, is it cool if I go backstage and at that point I had become friends with a lot of uh, the students in the theater department and they're like yeah sure if the students are okay with it so I went backstage and my first backstage photo I ever took was one of my really good friends Haley Strode who actually lives in LA and is a actress now um, and that photo is in the opening of our yearbook it's standalone as you open the first um, few pages and that was it for me that really sparked it and I was like this is it. This is what I want to do. And since I was a kid, I always wanted to live in New York, but I was like, Broadway is where I need to be. And I now know why I need to be there. It's to take photos like this. Well, you aren't the only kid or student interested in theater that's like, yes, Mm -hmm. Broadway is where I feel like, you know, the the stage is calling me. But, you know, very few actually make it there and then make a career out of it. So so how did you go from Oxford to New York and actually land a job doing what it is you you set your intention to, because to me that's the coolest part yeah. of this whole story. You set an intention and then it just manifested itself into reality, which is a really yeah. cool job. I was pretty tenacious about it. I think, I mean, again, a, a tiny part of my practical brain was like, you can't go to New York if you don't have a job. That That's just crazy. You can't just show up. Even though plenty of people do it, that's kind of the place to do it. You know, New York, you just jump off the plane and get right into it. But I, I was like, well, if I get a job, that's where I'll go. And I pretty much applied for a 100 jobs across the country, every major city I could think of, staying in the journalism world and the photography world. But whether it was print or digital or you know, anything, but the only job offer I received over the phone was to be a souvenir photographer for Circle Line Cruises in Manhattan, <laughs> which is respectable, not very fancy. 
respectable. It was a job. They were like, if you get here in two weeks, this job is yours. Um, and basically it was me standing outside in front of a boat, taking photos of tourists before they got on that boat <laughs> and took a tour around Manhattan. And then when they got off the boat, I sold them the photos. <laughs> so not glamorous and not what I intended my career to be, but it got me to New York. I sold my car, packed two suitcases, bought a one-way plane ticket uh, that cost $94 actually in 2007. And I got off the, literally got off the plane, went to my friend's house and started my job the next day. And for about two weeks, I, I like worked, 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 but also looked for a real job <laughs> and um, looked for an apartment. And the same day I found the apartment I moved into, I found an internship for broadway.com, a photo internship. And I was like, this is it. This is literally made for me. Whoever put this in front of me, <laughs> divine intervention or whatever, I was like, okay, I applied for that job. I went in for it and I had a I had a portfolio of theater photos that I had taken at Ole Miss. And I was like, this is what I want to do for you guys. This is what I can do. And I will say, I didn't get a call back for that job for about three or four weeks. But, but I was, like I said, very tenacious. And I pretty much called that editor in chief. I want to say called him every day or emailed him every day for about three weeks. And I was like, hi, it's me again. <laughs> Jenny from Mississippi. <laughs> like I really want this job. Turns out he was on vacation. So he just wasn't responding. But when he got back and, and saw all of my messages. He wasn't scared of me, which is great. Um, and instead hired me, which, and that, as I say, is history from there on. And I was there for about six years. I was a photo intern for six months. And then after six months, again, kind of a lucky thing, the photo editor quit because he was an actor and he had gotten a job. And he, so he left and I was this lone intern that had only been working there for six months. And they were like, well, you're here and you know how it goes. So Good We're luck. now shoving you into his position. Yeah, good luck. Here you go. <laughs> and I, you know, I didn't get his title quite or his money yet, but I did get a lot of his responsibilities. And that turned into six years and just taking photos of everything from on the red carpets to meet and greets to backstage to performances, just top to bottom, Broadway, off Broadway, everything. And then six years after that, I became a freelancer. I quit and Went out on my own. Jenny, I saw a, I saw a piece not too long ago about the photographer at the White House, mm-hmm. and I think I can't remember the man's name, but I think he just yeah. retired, and he had shot like Pete seven Sousa. seven uh, administrations or something like that. And I thought, you know, what a cool mm-hmm. job, and it's very similar to what you do to be backstage to kind of blend in, and you catch people in their most authentic yeah. selves and most authentic moments, gearing up for you know a performance or, or a job of a lifetime. Do you feel? I mean, do you? Do you ever get the feeling that they forgot that you were there? I mean, was that kind of the the point was to sort of you, be forgotten, you know, but catch the moments, right? Because you're it's not staged. It's live action. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I mean, is it kind right. of like you kind of get to be the little ghost? Yeah, for sure. Between the that behind, behind the scenes. Yeah. 
For sure. His name is Pete Souza, and I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> He's so cool. That's my other dream job is to to follow a, a president or a vice president, if that were. Um, yeah, so in the beginning, it definitely was that. And I, I'm, I don't like a whole lot of attention on myself. Actually, this radio interview is real great, so I don't have to, people don't have to see me. Um, <laughs> but I, so I tend to stick to the corners and in the quiet spots so they don't know that I'm there. But I will say in the last six or seven years of being a freelancer and out on my own, the Broadway community is very small. Like you think it isn't because you see it from a distance and it looks like this big grand thing, but it's very small and kind of everybody knows each other. And I've gotten to a point in my career where I know so many people, it makes those moments even easier to capture. They, they still tend to forget that I'm there sometimes, but they also are just so much more comfortable because we know each other and we have a history and they don't, they know that I'm not going to try to capture anything that they don't want me right. to capture. You know, I'm going to be sensitive to the, because a lot of actors in those moments, those are the moments right before they go on stage. So they're getting into character and calming themselves, their head and their heart. And they're trying to get into a place of where I'm about to be on stage for two hours and, and deliver this either super dramatic or super um, intense performance or happy performance, wherever they need to get. So I try not to invade their, that space, that headspace for them too much. But because they know me and I have a relationship with them, they tend to calm down and, and I've just, I'm always around. So I think they're used to me now. Um, but in the earlier days, yes, being quiet and, um, kind of sticking to the corners made for better photos for sure and obviously that trust component definitely lends itself to the most authentic pictures as well i mean anybody who has children and they're trying to get a picture of them if they trust the photographer it's going to work out so much better than some scary (laughs) man with a beard and or you know in terms of santa or the easter bunny that's (laughs) coming up or whatever it may be um but but your story doesn't end there jenny you also you came back home you decided (laughs) and i love this too just that um internal, uh, I guess, connection to whatever should be next for you or growing as your own sort of artist that you are able to listen to and take those opportunities or those steps. So you hitched a flight back home. Did it cost you more than $94 (laughs) to get back home or? I I actually drove (laughs) this time because (laughs) I drove all my photos down, all um, framed and matted. And there was 45 of them. So I had to put them in a car and bring them down. But um, we're going to get to that part. That's where Jenny's story. Yeah, we're going to come out. That's part of Jenny's story uh, coming up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 63. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 38. Your Tuesday, mostly sunny skies, high near 68. Tuesday evening, mostly clear, low around 40. And for your Wednesday, sunny conditions, high near 71. 
This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. You're the one everyone looks to for answers. Come rain or shine, the job must get done. And you're the one who makes it happen. We get you, Jackie and Fresno, putting your employee safety first. And Manny in Chattanooga, whose local Granger team knows him by name. We're here for you and all the ones who get it done. With 24-7 customer support and access to product specialists to help you find what you need. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. As Russian attacks on Ukraine continue, gas prices in Mississippi are rising. Currently, the average price per gallon for regular gasoline in Mississippi is $3.26. One week ago, that number was at $3.20. Last week, when he announced sanctions against Russia, President Joe Biden encouraged American oil and gas companies not to utilize this moment to raise fuel prices. And American oil and gas companies should not should not exploit this moment to hike their prices, to raise profits. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. According to AAA, as the conflict escalates, the oil markets will likely respond by continuing to increase the price of crude oil. Russia is the world's second largest producer of natural gas and the third largest producer of petroleum and wheat. For more information, go to supertalk.fm. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. Weeknights at 9, right here. Super Talk Mississippi. 
Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. The Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, March 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. When it comes to the outdoors, we are one. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the great outdoors. So let's talk about it. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews. Monday starting at noon here on Super Talk Mississippi. Presented by the Foundation Protecting Our Outdoors Heritage. Listen or watch the show anywhere you get Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Wants to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi from events to unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And if you're in Oxford, stop by the Ford Center for the Performing Arts. You can catch the in between intimate and candid moments of Broadway stars, which highlights photos of Jenny Anderson's, our guest today on Good Things, backstage experience while she worked for Broadway.com. So, what was it like when you knew that it was all going to come full circle and the Ford Center, uh, Jenny, was going to? you know put your work up as a returning artist to mississippi yeah. i love that you use that song by the way that's my good friend kayala who's also a broadway star and so i love hearing her sing that song um so it was very surreal and lovely so my um, former professor ellen meacham who was also our advisor for the um, paper when i worked there so she was at the beginning of my career she reached out to me her sister works at um the Ford Center, and she reached out to me. She's like, would you be interested in putting up a show? Um, my sister was asking me, and I was like, yeah, sure, that would be awesome. It's certainly something I've been thinking about for a while, wanting to get my work out there in terms of a, sh- a gallery show or a book, and having the first one of that, because I haven't really had any of that yet. I've had my work published a lot, but I've never had a show before. Having my first one in my hometown, I say my hometown, I wasn't actually raised here, but I, I I take it as my hometown because um, this is where my parents live. But um, <clears throat> having it in my college town and and on my campus was just an incredible honor. And where I began my career as a photographer in, in theater and the night that we had the opening, a bunch of my professors came and all, all my college best friends were there. My mom was there. It was just this full circle wild moment and and I felt a little bit like having a Broadway opening but with me <laughs> instead of uh, Broadway stars had people coming up to me and asking questions and it was just a wild night but it, it was very cool and surreal and I'm just honored to have it there. Jenny how long will it be there? I know that was January the 28th so it's um, been a little bit. 
Yeah, so a little bit. They they want to keep it for the semester. Um, there's actually some movement right now um, and talk about moving it to New York, hopefully. But th- that hasn't been set in stone, so we don't know yet. We're still looking for some spots, <laughs> but that would be great. But for now, it should be there all semester. And the Ford Center is open to anybody just to walk in and, and look at it. And, of course, the Ford Center has shows there, um, so you can go early look at the show and then go sit down and actually watch a show um, musicals and, and different concerts and stuff go through there. So it was a really good fit to have Broadway photography in that space. You were educated in Oxford, but where were you raised in Mississippi? Mm-hmm. So we kind of raised all over. Um, I went to eighth grade through high school in Brooklyn, Mississippi. So my formative years were in super south, south Mississippi. Brooklyn is, if you don't know it, it's a very teeny tiny little community between Hattiesburg and Wiggins or the Gulf Coast. So that's where I was for those years. And then before that, I honestly, I went to, I think, seven different schools in my 12-year school life. We were just a little unsettled and moved a lot but um after hurricane katrina my parents moved from south mississippi up to oxford and they've been in oxford ever since so that's why i tend to call it my hometown because this is where i come home to when i come to see my family well no wonder you are not afraid to buy your 94 dollar <laughs> ticket to new york and kind of just right? up and move you had kind of sure. been used to transitions your whole life and we had left off here on good things Absolutely. jenny your transition from new york back to mississippi or back to the south mm-hmm. um you can tell us what year that was trying Trying to just regroup and figure out what was next for you. What was going on inside? I mean, it feels like you had landed, you know, the career of a lifetime, but you felt like that maybe there was more or something different. So I, I was at Broadway.com for six years, and then I, I had a moment of, okay, I need to figure out if I'm staying here or if I'm going to move on or just the kind of the job had plateaued, and so I needed to figure out what was next for me. And I was nervous, but I basically just quit my job, <laughs> which I am apparently known to do because that's what I did when I was uh, at Circle Line too. Once I got that Broadway.com job, I just quit it. I think I think I'm pretty, you know, gung ho about my career. So if if there's a roadblock, I will figure out how to get around it. So I came home for about a month and I wallowed a little bit and cried a little bit. And I was like, what am I going to do? And then I pretty much emailed every single human being I've ever come into contact with and said, I'm a freelance photographer now. Please hire me. (laughs) So once I went back to New York after that little month of wallowing, I, I haven't stopped working since. I've been a freelancer ever since then and mainly in theater, but I also shoot for ABC television. I shoot for Getty Images. Um, I've been trying to do a little bit more photography down south when I'm home. I'm picking back up that photography that I started doing, which is the rural life. And during um, COVID, I came home for three months and was just home with my parents. It was crazy. I, I'm I'm 37 now. So I was like 36 then. And I was living at home with my parents, just me and my mom and dad. And um, I started this project where I drove around to people's homes and would take pictures of them on their porch because of social distancing and everyone being quarantined. And so I have like a hundred photos of Southerners on their porches. And I was in Mississippi and Tennessee and Alabama and kind of Kentucky all over. And so I would like to do something with that moving forward and but still Broadway is my number one love but but the south is 
is a very, very close second. <laughs> so I would, I'm hoping to continue that. It's funny you bring up the porch photos, Jenny, because that was kind of like a big trend. And yeah. if I remember correctly, you may have even started that here in Mississippi yeah. and it got all the way down to central. And I had my own, it was a crouch by the couch photo because we didn't have the pretty porch photos. And I was just woke up. My hair yeah. looked like crap. My two kids had found me. I was crouched by the couch <laughs> trying to drink my coffee. And I was like, I see all your pretty, I love that. Well washed <laughs> photos on your front porch. But here I am in my three day jammies just trying to drink coffee, crouched no, by the couch. That was along. It. Yeah, that was it. But that was a very <laughs> interesting. I love that. Interesting time, but interesting time for Broadway, too. I mean, it's a little bit, uh, you know, um, to think about the stars aligned in a way to at least give you an opportunity beyond Broadway because the pandemic. I mean, your world would have been rocked had you still been there. It was pretty scary. Yeah. I mean, I was there the day everything shut down, which was March 13th, I believe. I had three jobs lined up that day and, you know, they slowly were all canceled and, and once that day hit, Broadway was shut down for a year and a half that day. And we didn't know that. We were told two weeks, three weeks, and obviously got worse and worse. And um, it was a pretty wild time. It seems like it was yesterday, but it also seems like it was 10 years ago. But I essentially didn't have a job for a year and a half. And not only not having a job, like I said before, the Broadway community is very small and we're all friends and we're all chosen family. So I didn't have that community for a year and a half. And I did something similar before I did the porch photos. I did um, these virtual sessions through the computer with Broadway stars. So, and I was uh, about 30 days into the pandemic because I stayed in New York. I stayed in New York for the first four months and I didn't leave my very tiny apartment in Harlem. <laughs> and, um, but I was getting a little stir crazy about 30 days in. I was like, I need to take photos of something. I'm I'm now to the point where I need to do it. So I just texted a bunch of my Broadway friends and I said, hey, get on Zoom with me and let's chat. And we talked. I would take their picture. I posted on Instagram and that's what I did. I did 135 of them, I think. And then that's where the porch photos came later. But yeah, you're right. That was a big trend. Everybody was trying to find a way to create something good and create art and just, you know, relieve their soul. Sense. And that's what it did for me. Yeah, so, just try yeah. to make sense of a very, you know, you know, um, confusing time. But you mentioned Instagram. I've stalked sure. you there and you put up wonderful photos. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So if folks are listening to Good Thank Things, you. Jenny, and they're like, oh, I need more for art. I need to yeah. see what she's up to. Or I know you're for hire as well. Sure. Where can we connect with you? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm Jenny Anderson Photo on Instagram. I also have a website that's also Jenny Anderson um, Photo.com. But I'm, I'm pretty good about responding. Just slip into those DMs on Instagram and I'll definitely respond. Um, but yeah, that's where I post most of my new work. So, of me. all the photos you've taken, is there one that came across your lens yeah. and you went, "Oh, I got to do that." <laughs> Yeah. Um, so in the theater world, because I have a couple of answers to that question that are different, but if we're talking Broadway specifically, and it's in my show, there's this photo of Glenn Close when she was in the revival of Sunset Boulevard, which is a show that she um, originated I'm going to say about 20 years ago. I don't know the exact year. So, um, but she revived it again a couple of years ago. And I went backstage and shot the whole show, um, getting ready before, but specifically her and her dressing room. And she was very lovely and really quiet and kind of stoic. And she just was the coolest and let me take photos of her that whole night. And she kept calling me photographer, but I was into it. It was fine. 
Well, I have been that, so that in image is my favorite to this conversation, Jenny. I could talk to you on and on. If you're ever okay. in the central area, please stop by the studio. We will be keeping up with sure. all things that Jennifer Aniston does here in Mississippi. I'm just kidding. <laughs> sure, sure. Jenny Anderson. <laughs> and if only. Hey, you never yeah. know. We put it out there and you'll make it happen. Yeah, um, we will. Yeah, yeah, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you for your time. Oh my God, you too, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, and you guys stick with us, though. We got a few more good things for you coming up next. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal. Deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. At Bob Boyd Honda, we pride ourselves in getting our customers the best deals around. Usually that means when we're selling cars, but right now... Bob Boyd is in the market to buy. We're offering top dollar for pre on autos, trucks, and SUVs. Come by, talk to our dedicated team, and discover what a great time it is for Bob Boyd to buy back your used vehicle. Any make, any model. Whether you're selling or buying, at Bob Boyd Honda, you get a deal. deal. This is the closing agri market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 49 to 119.12. July cotton was up 48 to 115.82. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans rubbed 52 and a quarter to 1636 and three quarter per bushel. July soybeans rubbed 43 and a quarter to 1616 and a half per bushel. May corn was up 35 cents to 690 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was up 33 cents to 677 per bushel. At the Mercantile April live cattle was down 50 to 141.42. June live cattle was down 60 to 137.70. April feeders down 275 to 162 even. May feeders down 280 to 167.80. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 551 points, 33,507. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? Targeted digital advertising from Supertalk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. A farmer's hands deserve a hand. These are the hands that hold the soil, sow the seeds, that build, fix, and mend as they firmly grip the wheel of the entire operation. At BASF, we ensure your hands also hold the rewards of your work. With smart farming technology and digital tools like Grow Smart Advantage to help every acre perform at its peak. So at season's end, we can all put our hands together for a farmer's hands. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. The Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. with Joe and Meridian today. Rhino, great bumper music for our photographer, Jenny Anderson. If you miss any of our conversation with the New York-based freelancer who graduated from Ole Miss with a degree in photo or journalism, but primarily photojournalism, you can go back and catch it on YouTube later on today. Going to YouTube, search Super Talk and hit subscribe, or you can find it as a podcast. It'll be uploaded and ready for you to listen um, anywhere you listen to podcasts after after the show. Now, don't delay. I'm planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know for that is over at visitmississippi.org. And everything you need to know about MEC is coming up on Thursday, and it's going to be at a new location at the Trademark in Jackson. You're going to have the Gallo Show and Middays with Gerard broadcasting live at the MEC Capital Day. You'll get to hear from big names like Governor Tate Reeves, Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hosman, Speaker Philip Gum, Gum, Gun, excuse me, <laughs> Secretary of State Michael Watson, Insurance Commissioner Mike Cheney, and many others uh, in terms of state leaders. So make sure you go to mec.ms if you would like to attend in uh, in person. So lots of fun things. And I just saw on Twitter, too, where Mississippi State has having a birthday. It is your 144th uh, birthday. The Agricultural and Mechanical College of Mississippi was established 144 years ago today by the Mississippi legislator. So happy birthday. That's a lot of candles to blow out on your cake. But I hope you're having cake if you're on campus or cheese or something delicious related to to Mississippi State. And if you're at Southern Miss, you're not on campus because this is your <laughs> this is your week of getting out and getting to go and have a little fun and celebrate Mardi Gras with no other university that I know of in the state of Mississippi honors uh, Mardi Gras. I think Southern Miss may be the only one, or at least I know it's the only one that I know of. But the celebrations have been going on here centrally too. If you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group, <clears throat> 
You'll notice that Mississippi Department of Public Safety linked up with First Lady of Mississippi, Ellie Reeves, and they brought Mardi Gras spirit to the Children's of Mississippi over the weekend. And it's super sweet. There was a whole parade. There were beads. There was candy. There was all the fun festivities um, that go along with that celebration. So pretty cool that the kiddos there got to enjoy a little bit of Mardi Gras um, fun and festive festiveness, even in the cold and the dreary weather. That is a good way to remind people, though, because tomorrow is Mardi Gras. So if you haven't yet had your king cake, you might want to get your hands on one. Yes, because most people who abide by the law of carnival season, they will it up. No more king cake. No more king cake. I saw where in um, I saw another news piece on king cakes in New Orleans. And there's this one family who puts out, I think it's like 50,000 or 50 plus thousand king cakes every year through carnival season. Forgive me, I can't remember the name. But they, they come in, the whole family comes in, they work their tails off, their king cakes off for the carnival season. And they close up shop and they do not work for the rest of the year. And it it's such an inspiring story, number one, that they could even have a product that people will come back to year after because it's nine months before someone even thinks about a king cake right and then they're going to show back up in terms of customer loyalty to buy your to buy your product but how cool is it to have your definition of success so defined that the allure of maybe making something else and staying in business for those other nine months would keep you there you know to make a little bit more money or to cash in on something else but they're like nope we do good we do good on our 50,000-plus 50, 50, king cakes between, what, January kind of February or to the end of March for sure, that our family gets to fish and vacay and gear up and re- relax and enjoy for the next king cake season. Now, that's not to say that everyone who works in their bakery doesn't have other odds and end jobs. Right. But the owners and the main whatever, they're good with it. They're going to keep riding the ship until... People stop buying their king cakes. There aren't many jobs where you only work for a limited time in the year and then the rest of the time could potentially be free time or off time. Now, I think they put in... They put in some hard hours, some long hours during during, those weeks. during the weeks they're yeah. working. But uh, I would imagine that's the bakery equivalent of being a crab fisherman or perhaps a firework salesman. Fair. About the only two I can think of where, where you just very... show up, work real hard for a short amount of time, and then you're done. Sign me up. <laughs> Let's work real hard. We'll do a year worth of good things in like six weeks. <laughs> and then we'll just kick back. No, that's not fun. It's fun to show up here with you every day. Live at two. But you got the boys coming up next from 3 to 6 with Sports Talk Mississippi. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, we hope you all find time for the good things.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.